Hello, hello. Welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Pitch Wash Pages. It's me, Lindsay, and today I am talking about a romance read, a bit of a smut read. It is called Restore Me by J.L. Seegers. I found this book on Book Talk. Gosh dang it, Book Talk. Why? <laughs> Why do you do this? Okay, so. I don't know how familiar all my like fan base, fan base, pff, listener base, we'll call it, uh, is with like book talk or even bookstagram and reels and like how there are these different trends. So there's this trend that I see a lot more on TikTok than I do on other social media platforms, but they take like one quote or one instance and put it on the little video and then you're like intrigued to read an entire book because of this one sentence that you see from the book. And so that's what this book did for me. Uh, so the sentence, I didn't save the TikTok or anything. I just like downloaded it right away because I saw the book was on Kindle Unlimited. I thought we'll try it out. So it said something about how, um, it's so good. I, I should have had more coffee before doing this. Um, basically, when he tells you to come over and put your arms up so he can put your dead husband's shirt on you or something like that, which sounds weird when I'm saying it like that. So it's obviously not what it said. But basically, we have a widow. Uh, she wears her uh, husband's shirt to sleep in every night. Uh, and this is the story of Dominic and Sloan. So Dominic is our male character. Sloan is our female character. Sloan is a widow. Her husband died four years ago in our book that we're reading. Dominic is her husband, Eric's best friend. They had been best friends since basically childhood. They grew up together. They're best friends in college. Sloan met her husband, Eric, in college. Eric had a tragic death out of nowhere and it's been four years Sloan has kind of sworn off love men she said I had my one great love and then of course we have Dominic who Sloan and him had not gotten along like ever since they met in college really because they were kind of just these people they just uh didn't get along they were kind of a uh, not combative, but always digging at each other all the time. They were not best friends. They were just kind of enemies. So of course, this is an enemies to lovers with some backstory. We find out that Sloan and Dominic actually did meet on one of the like first nights of college at a party, but Sloan was too drunk. She doesn't remember meeting him. And Dominic was kind of like in love with her. And then she met Eric, his best friend. They fell in love, got married, etc. And we find out that Dominic has always held this torch 
for Sloan. Okay, that's that's the story. And then they end up working together and enemies to lovers, you know what happens there. I don't think that's a spoiler. I just think that's kind of how it goes. That's what we get into when we're reading a romance smut book. That's the plot. That's the backstory. A little summary there. I was intrigued by this book and I enjoyed it, but it did move kind of slow in parts. I thought there was definitely like times when it just kind of repeated itself. Like, okay, here we go again. Here we go again. Like it just, it didn't, it could have been cut down a little bit, I think. Also, I was hoping the entire book for something to come along that made me feel better about Dominic, uh, like carrying this torch for her the entire time. But instead, it just kind of made me angry and feel very weird. Like, you're in love with your best friend's wife? That's fucked up. Obviously, now Eric is dead. He's not in the picture. But it made me, I don't know, I didn't like that piece. And it just kind of made the whole thing feel a little dirty and weird if they had connected afterwards. But the fact that he kind of says, like... I loved her from the moment I met her and all that kind of stuff. I'm just like, ooh, I don't like that. I don't like it. So honestly, because of that, I would say skip this book because it didn't make me feel good. The journey was fine. It was fine. But the entire time, I'm just like, no, that that piece of it kind of tainted the whole thing for me. If that doesn't bother you, then you would like this book. So I'm going to read some reviews here, a one star and a five star from other people, see what they think compared to my thoughts on the book. So here's the one star review. Subject line is not my kind of story. I find it creepy to be carrying a torch for your friend's wife until you feel like there's an open window. Not that these feelings developed later down the line, but he's always had them. I feel like there's still a sense of betrayal because he hadn't been gone that long and he was always fantasizing about her. Um, his words. I agree. This was like the problem with the book for me. Like the rest of the writing was good. The, you know, the steamy scenes were good, but it just made me uncomfortable. Like, and not even uncomfortable in the sense of like, how would Eric feel about this? Because obviously Eric was not there. Like that's why this is happening. But just in the sense that he's, like had this for so long in his mind and it just seems wrong to me but a lot of people enjoy this book so maybe it's just me maybe I am a prude I don't know here's a five-star review subject line is trying to give me a heart attack Okay, my chest is hurting so much after this whirlwind of emotions. I am so glad to find an author who knows how to write a story to keep me on my toes. The backstory had my heart hurting. The teetering back and forth between the past and present is something that I hate in books, but I loved the gaps that were filled in and it was definitely necessary to tell the story. The only thing I wished for was to hear a little bit more from Dominic. It seemed most chapters were from Sloan, but overall I'm about to find me another book by this author because I was highly satisfied. 10 out of 5 stars if I could give it. There you go. Someone feels a little differently than I do. Like I thought it was fine, but just definitely not great, definitely not fantastic, and it just gave me a 
a pit. It gave me a pit in my gut. I will say it went back and forth uh, from Sloane's perspective and Dominic's perspective. I thought that was good. I thought that was interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know that it really kind of tainted it for me. That whole piece that I mentioned, it just is kind of tainted. And I've let this one sit with me for a little bit before recording. Like, it's not like I just finished it today. But the more I let it sit, the more I'm like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this uh, trope of the dead husband's best friend. And I even think I could read the dead husband's best friend trope if it was differently, if there wasn't all of this history there. I don't know, it feels a little bit like betrayal to me, and I feel bad because I want Sloane and Dom to be happy, but it feels... <sighs> By the end of the book, I was I was kind of on their side, but still, I just... The journey gave me the gave me the ick as the kids on TikTok are saying so to bring it back to TikTok and book talk there you go there is a sequel to this book uh with some of the characters that were in this one who also have a history uh together and so i guess this is kind of the author's uh the author's jam you know un unrequited love is that the trope enemies to lovers that's definitely in there um yeah <sighs> I really don't know how to feel about this one it could also be just my personal experiences in life friendship love etc but I don't feel great about the trope that was followed here and like I said it kind of gave me the ick but I finished it I went all the way through so it obviously wasn't that bad uh, the next episode of the podcast is going to be on a thriller or it could possibly be considered a horror story, Baby Teeth. Oh my god, I loved it. I just, I'm really struggling to find romance and smut books that are not just full of like cheesiness and just garbage and weirdness I've been talking about this recently like I keep trying to read these and then it's always something like that's way too crazy too out of left field like family incestual stuff that I'm not into or that it's just like full of cheese and I'm like I can't do all the cheese so thrillers have just been getting me through when I am done reading these books that I'm like ah didn't love that one I do love the thrillers so stay tuned for that episode I also read a book of poetry called pillow thoughts and I'll do a quick episode on that one so there you go I hope you are enjoying whatever it is you are reading right now and I will be back next time to talk about more books Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.